mosquitoes, the largest paved BMX track in the country, and the Korean War Veterans Armistice Day ceremony right here in St. Charles County. As July sunsets in our community, we have some fun updates and others that are less fun, but still good to know in store for you this week. But you know what? We sure appreciate you coming on this journey with us today. It's always a delight for me and Sam to talk, to talk to the guests we have on, and to hear from you, our listeners. I'm Noah Brandt, and this is the St. Charles County Correspondent. Welcome to the St. Charles County Correspondent. I'm Noah Brandt, and I'm here with my good friend, Sam Safa. Sam, how are you this afternoon? Noah, I'm doing well. I'm doing really well. And you know, the fun thing about recording these podcasts, we do them sometimes in person, sometimes we do them virtually. You just travel all over the country. I never know (laughs) where you're going to be when we're recording. Well, listen, Sam, I always wish I'm in St. Charles County, that's for sure, where I live. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, that's true. Yep, this that we're we're remote. Uh, I was in Washington D.C. and now uh, Connecticut for a few days. But uh, you're you're back home in Wentzville. I heard were you, were, was it going to be a pool day today with you and your young daughter? It was. It was. Yeah, I uh, interspurt and inter- intermittent on the paternity leave. Uh, most of it has I've used, but I still have a day or two uh, which I'm using today. Uh, we did. We went to the Wentzville pool. Beautiful, beautiful day to be at the pool. And I think, Noah, back here in St. Charles, we're going to get some rain mm. tonight and tomorrow, which my lawn is very Good. much Good. I hope you're using those to. tips that you wrote for your own lawn now that you wrote last week. What, what, <laughs> what's, what's, what do you do with the baby when you're at the pool? You're kind of, does she wait? Do you take her into the water at all or you just hold her on the, just the chairs? <laughs> you know, it, you got to keep her well yeah. shaded. You know, really don't want her to see does the sun too much. She's very... De- She's yep. got the hat. She's got the umbrella. Just a little bit of water on the toes. Aww. You know, she's uh, almost two months old, so you don't want to you don't want to push it. But you just want her to get her. You know, How does she react? The water How so does she, she react to the water? Out. The toes. She she loves she loves the water. You know, if she's at a comfortable temperature, she's pretty happy. Was the Winsville pool busy on on this weekday afternoon? Yeah, it does. It does pick up later in the afternoon. I think people want to take advantage of the UV rays, the the sun. Uh, but it, it, it did pick up as we were there, but uh, we're back home now and ready to talk about some real fun things happening in St. Charles County this week. As you mentioned in the intro, July is almost over. July we went make, by so uh, quickly. Cliche- well, it's sad. Uh, it, insert, it's it's true. Insert whatever you want to say about July, but it's basically over. We're Where would you rank August, July uh, out of the 12 months in order, like as in order of favorite? So one being a favorite, 12 being your least favorite. Where would July fall for you? Uh, probably a three. Oh, that's a probably good behind like November. Yeah, is November my first. is great. October is uh, great too. I like love October. the fall. Yeah, like the fall. Usually we're celebrating some Cardinals yep. baseball. What about I for you? I think it would probably be two because I like Independence Day so much. I think. I think off the top of my head, I that's might go highlight. September, October. No, I go September, July, October. I think is how I go off the top of my head. September is also sure. the anniversary uh, of my my wedding uh, to my lovely wife, so that's some good memories there. But July is a great month. July is a great month. I agree. You have some people I who hate the heat, so they don't like July. 
Well, you know, I'm sure I'll hate the heat sure. for a little while, you know, when, you, when I'm when older. When you turn 40 but, next uh, year. That's for right. now, uh, enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> our, our listeners might not know it, but that's a joke. Sam is a little bit younger than that. Uh, Sam, you know, something you got to watch with your new baby daughter is mosquitoes. A mosquito bite can be extremely unpleasant for anyone, uh, but especially a baby. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. And this is something we were going to talk about. We have in our newsletter, so you can read the whole thing. But we wanted to highlight it here on the show. The St. Charles County Health Department here is launching a new PR campaign to help keep mosquitoes away from you, away from your loved ones. They've got these foggers, you know, the Mm. traditional foggers that people think of. Uh, They also are going after the larva, uh, larvae, larva. uh, (laughs) Larvae is the French pronunciation, yes. (laughs) <laughs> the French plural. Uh, they're going after that and they're giving us some tips on what to do to keep them away. And I knew this growing up as a kid. I'm sure our listeners, especially here in Missouri, know you don't want standing water. If it's there for more than five days, that is just prime breeding ground for these mosquitoes. So drain that water. Gutters come to mind, pool covers, potted plants, bird baths, tire swings, uh, and old tires or debris in your yard. Keep that away. Uh, and then, Noah, my favorite thing to keep mosquitoes uh, out of the area is uh, the good old-fashioned bat. Uh, you can buy the bat home on Amazon or Home Depot. They they eat thousands in a night, and it's great. It's great for the environment. Wow, that's that's really something else, Sam. I love that. Uh, you know, something else I like when in, in, the, in St. Charles <laughs> County's tips to keep the mosquitoes away, uh, I, I, think, I just think this example is really delightful. Dispose of old tires or other debris from the yard. <laughs> Because the mosquitoes uh, like to live there? Is that the idea? I think it's standing water. They collect standing water and then they can lay their eggs and then they breed. And then it just, it, you get an infestation. So, uh, let me, yeah, go let ahead, me, go ahead. Let me ask, let me ask you this question, Noah. I've heard that it's only the female mosquitoes that bite wow. humans. Do you know? Is that I, true? You know, I don't know, Sam, but you know, something I've never disclosed publicly. <laughs> Why Here's wouldn't you I've know never that? disclosed publicly. <laughs> is as a young man, I had a really bad mosquito allergy, mosquito allergy, like just any allergy to any bug bites. Uh, so any one I would get, like if it would be the size of a dime on a normal person, it would be like the size of like a half dollar on me. It would be like ginormous and hard and uh, very uh, upsetting, very, very itchy. Uh, and a- another, another good fun mosquito story is one time as a very young man, maybe five or six, I was in Arizona with my family. And we're on one of those treks, you know, where it's like a car is going by very slowly, like taking you through like the Arizona outback, like the desert. Yeah. And the Uh guide, like uh, right when the guide says like, you know, everything's pretty safe out here, but like don't pick up any rocks because there's really, uh, you know, deadly bugs underneath the rocks. I picked up a rock and like a whole halo of of insects started going around my head and attacked my ear. And Uh I had to go to the hospital because like 50 bugs bit my ear. I shouldn't it's laugh. It's funny. That's I think I was five or six. <laughs> so okay. I mean, it would have been well, hilarious. Let's be honest. But uh, it's it's uh. important to uh, to listen to these tips, and I, I'm glad that St. Charles County is taking some some more action to take on the bugs because uh, you know I can laugh about normal bug bites, but bugs can carry uh, you know deadly viruses and that type of thing. They can also be dangerous to people who are uh, sick or young or old. So I think it's really important to fight the mosquitoes where we can. Yeah, and you're in O'Fallon, Noah. That's where you live. And the, the there are different municipalities across the county that are contracting with the health department. So you and O'Fallon, folks in St. Peter's, you guys already have contracts uh, with this with the county to spray. Uh, I'm out here in Wentzville, 
And it uh, looks like, according to the health department, um, they have not yet contracted with the county. The cities take care of the bugs themselves. So if you want to check into that, see if your town or your municipality is doing this, check out our newsletter. You can get the whole breakdown. And if you want to request the county to come out and spray, hey, we've got a little form on there as well that you yeah. can fill out. So that's helpful. You know, stuff. one other little tip they mentioned uh, when it comes to keeping the mosquitoes away from your family personally, I found this interesting. I hadn't thought of this. They're talking about using insect repellent and they, you know, they recommend you do that when you're out and there could be bugs, but they say, if you're also using sunscreen, apply the sunscreen first, let it dry, and then apply the mosquito repellent. That makes sense, but I hadn't thought of it. That makes perfect sense. I, th I, I wonder, I wonder if it has something that's blocking your pores. Maybe they, I don't know. It just let it dry and I'm not going to pontificate. I'll leave it at well, that. An, the, the, the another suggestion is wear light colored long sleeve shirts and long pants. And that's also good for not getting sunburned. So these are sort of tips that are cross applicable to multiple summer maladies, such as sunburn and mosquito bites. Folks, all we want is uh, for you to be safe over here at the St. Charles County Correspondent. But speaking of ha safety hazards, if you're not a professional <laughs> bike rider, the uh, you if you're in Darty <laughs> Prairie coming up this uh, really <laughs> this <good>. weekend, uh, <laughs> well, you know I'm working yeah. on my transitions, Noah. The new the Pump Track Pump, the Pump Track Championship Qualifier, the Red Bull Pump Track Championship Qualifier is uh, this weekend, the 31st of July. You can watch all of these guys and gals on these super cool, I guess, pump bikes um, race around the largest track the largest in the country. Paved track. And That's it's right. free. Largest paved track. And it's free, 100% uh, free down Here's in Darting Prairie. the most Prairie. important thing about this story, Sam. Okay, I'm going to read a little bit from the release uh, trying to get competitors and spectators. Here's what they say. St. Charles County's Kinetic Park boasts the largest bicycle motocross or BMX asphalt pump track in the U.S., ideal for local riders as well as for regional and national competitions. I think that you should take up BMX riding, Sam. You're, you could become a local rider. <laughs> I could be a local rider. I could wear my insect repellent and sunscreen and then just go break You my wouldn't neck. break your neck. You could go as slow or as fast as you I want. I watched... In preparation for this, I watched a YouTube video on what this thing actually is, and it is terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. Wow. Well, so he, here's what the competition will be each for this weekend. Each rider will take an individual timed run up the pump track. Up to 100 male and 100 female competitors, ages 17 and up, that's interesting, 17 instead of 18, can compete. After the initial round and a knockout heat round, the top riders will advance to the world championships this fall in Europe. They go from Darden Prairie to Europe. It's a natural transition, no? <laughs> I mean, I, people say Darden Prairie is the most European part of St. Charles. Do you think that's true? <laughs> I can't yeah. weigh in on that. I have never well, been to Europe. I've been, I was there once, but I was very, very young, so I don't remember it very well. This was the trip immediately following they his said, ear They said infection. his ears falling off. Let's take him to, to Europe while we still got him here. <laughs> Uh, no, but that's that'll be a fun time. So this this coming weekend uh, out in Darden Prairie, uh, if 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 you did yeah. have to compete, Sam, what would be like your main trick? Do you think what would be your best trick on the bike? Remaining <laughs> on the bike. That'd be a pretty impressive trick, honestly. I think that's, for you. Uh, that would be good. It'd be good to complete the to complete the the track. Uh, some other fun things happening in the county. Uh, Noah, you've mentioned this in the past. The bicentennial 
for Missouri's coming up. Uh, the governor actually this week was at the Daniel Boone home doing a tour of the state. Uh, he, he later was in Kimswick down at the Newport down there in Jefferson County. But before that, he was at the Daniel Boone home talking about the bicentennial event here in Missouri. It's uh, a big yep, year for yep, us. Bi bicentennial year. And as uh, I think all of our listeners know by now, you know, St. Charles was the first capital of Missouri. And so we have a really important role to play in this important anniversary for the state. And uh, as you've talked about a lot, Sam, and people have seen you in your silly outfits you like to wear, the Daniel Boone home is a treasure. So I'm glad that Governor Parson was there and celebrating this important <laughs> milestone for the state. Kimswick is also a lot of fun down in Jefferson County. It is. I've been down there a couple times. And uh, something that I'll preview, we've got a big story for everybody in August. The governor, I hear, is going to move the state capitol for one day away from Jefferson City. And he's going to re-say that St. Charles County, or St. Charles City, rather, is going to be the capital for the day. So that's going to be a big we'll story some, that we'll, we'll cover in August. We'll do some on-the-street reporting that day. Hey, it sounds great to we'll, me. So we'll, we'll, we'll celebrate being in the state capital for those couple hours. That's right. We won't have to drive. We won't have to find parking and home 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 turf uh, advantage. That's right. Here. That's right. Well, that's, that's, uh, that's a really <laughs> terrific thing. Glad that the governor was there to celebrate some of St. Charles' history and our contribution to the state. Uh Another really interesting thing, Sam, and a really important thing that you got to go to in person, if I'm correct, is a uh, is a celebration uh -huh. at the St. Charles County Veterans Museum uh, celebrating Korean War veterans. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, I think Noah. You know, one of the reasons that we started the St. Charles County Correspondent, I think. Uh, was we wanted to capture how great That's this right. county is and how great the people in this county are at just celebrating and honoring the folks, the men and women in uniform who have served. And, and that's why, uh, from my perspective, I wanted to write about this because this is something that I would have wanted to know mm. was happening if I wasn't part of the SCCC. And you and I have a tremendous respect for those those men and women who have served and died and Absolutely. fought for our country. This past, yeah, on the 27th, two days ago, it was the National Korean War Veterans Armistice Day. Uh, for folks that you know yeah, may know what, history, what, what, but it's a little, little rusty. Yeah, so in June of 1950, the Korean War began uh, it, when the armed forces joined the Republic of Korea uh, to defend democracy over on the, on the Korean Peninsula, and uh, you know our our soldiers over there, they they had incredibly tough summer heat, uh, torrential rain. I understand, and I watched a documentary on PBS. Unforgiving winter cold. Mm. I mean, temperatures tens of degrees below zero up right. there on the mountains. But uh, at the end of this war on July twenty seventh, uh, the United States observes the Armistice Day because that is when. The armistice was signed, and the end of the war really was uh, was commemorated. So, uh, the St. Charles County Veterans Museum, which is just a gem right here in your hometown yep. of O'Fallon, Noah, they do such a great job. Jim is the curator over there, and he does a tremendous job of recognizing our, our, our servicemen and women. And there was a great turnout. I was there in person. There were probably 50, 60 people there in the middle of the afternoon uh, honoring those Korean War veterans that have fought and served for our country. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, we have so many great veterans in the county. We're thankful for all of them. We got to talk to some of them on the show. Hope to talk to, to more in the future. You know, the Korean War, uh, It's I think people think less about it than, obviously, the war that directly preceded it, which is World War II, and the war that directly succeeded it, which is the Vietnam War. The Korean War fell right in the middle in the 1950s, like you said, but it was a really important conflict uh, that, you know, 
both contained communism, uh, and it was it was prosecuted by none other than the only president from Missouri, President Harry Truman, and uh, it was important not to let uh, not to let the South fall, South Korea fall. You know, we currently have two Koreas, North and South Korea. North Korea is a despotic, communist, authoritarian state, and South Korea is a thriving democracy and a partner in freedom to the U.S., and uh, that's because we fought to defend them. With, without our help, the, U the United States' help, South Korea would have fallen. All of, all of Korea would be like North Korea and would be under uh, China's thumb. So the, all the veterans who fought, and especially the veterans who lost their life, uh, the sacrifice is worth it because we have a really important partner in South Korea. And I know that the millions of South Koreans who, who live in freedom are thankful for the United States' contribution. It, well, to that point, Noah, the South Korean country, the nation, sent a, a banner over to the St. Charles County Veterans Museum just thanking uh, the veterans. I, I'm going to get this number wrong, but over 10, over 10 St. Charles County sons died wow. in Korea fighting for our freedom. And um, it, I want to check with Jim and get the specific number because I don't do it justice. It was more than 10, Noah, but at least 10 and more uh, young men died defending our freedom. And it speaks to the testament of our, our spirit here in America. Men went over there to a place they'd never been to defend folks they never knew uh, to keep communist, communism uh, from encroaching on us and through succeeded. the Pacific. And uh and they and they did so. You can go uh, visit very, South Korea very, today. Like that's uh, that's the amazing thing that I think yeah. of. Uh, you know, it's like obviously you can't even visit North Korea to see how bad it is. Right? We 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 watch documentaries or read news stories about the starvation and the uh, persecution. But you can go visit South Korea right now, and you can see. Uh, you know, it's 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 really an impressive an impressive place in so many ways. And you know, if anybody has a Samsung phone or anything like that. That's all South Korean, right? And that's all because uh, because we assisted them and ensured that their way of life could could continue and not fall to the uh, the communists. So very very important. I'm glad you went to that, Sam. Yeah, I was glad to be a part of it. And and uh, if you haven't been to the St. Charles County Veterans Museum, I want to have Jim on our show. But please go out there and see. Show your kids uh, what uh, what the folks over in our great nation here have done to protect our freedom. Go over there and check, check it out. It's a, it's a real treasure in St. Charles yeah. County. You know, Sam, there's been, we don't need to dwell on it too much, but there's been a, a lot of drama going on, especially right across the county line from us in St. Louis County about the masks, right? The, the county executive there, Sam Page, and the mayor of St. Louis, Tashara Jones, they put in a mask mandate, and just the, the day after the mask mandate was supposed to go into effect, the St. Louis County Council... Uh, passed the resolution overturning it, saying that this isn't this isn't going to happen. And now there's definitely some confusion in St. Louis County because the county executive is continuing to say it's in place, and the county council is saying it's not. And I think they're going to head to court. It looks like they'll head to court, uh, but it's still in place in St. Louis City. Uh, nothing out here in St. Charles County yet. But uh, as we reported on back when this was going on. A lot of businesses still make their own decisions. I was at Walmart yesterday. They haven't weighed in on masks. You can still go maskless in Walmart. I don't know, frankly, Noah, if the um, mask mandate in St. Louis City would prohibit uh, you from going into a Walmart uh, with a mask. So, But as far as we're concerned out here across the river, uh, it is the status quo. And our, and, our uh, county executive is, sort of, it has made it pretty clear that he will not be pursuing that type of action. So I think... I think you're right. I have a mask mandate. So I think you're right. I think if masks were to 
come back and force the St. Charles County, it's probably going to be probably going to be led by businesses rather than the government. Probably so. And of course, that is their um, prerogative if, if they want to ask it you is. to wear masks. A little editorialization. Uh, I hope they don't. The right. They could if they wanted to. Uh, but that's uh, it's, well. every, everyone keep an eye on, especially if I know we have some listeners, especially in western St. Louis County and places like Eureka and Wildwood and Chesterfield. So uh, be, be looking to see how that issue resolves itself. But uh, Sam, you know it. Uh, your favorite part of these conversations every single week. Is uh, oh is boy. our weekly smile? Here we gotta something always has to make a smile. <laughs> Sam, what made you smile this week? Well, I guess I'll go twofold. The, so I've already, we've already talked about it. I mean, the the museum being there again. I try to get out there once a month to see those folks. That was just tremendous. Uh, but I won't take that up as my weekly smile. We'll go back uh, to our old faithful as the season kind of ramps up here. Going yeah. back to the Cardinals, we're at fifty. We're at five hundred. Uh, and I have a lot of faith that we can still make the playoffs here. We're only two games behind the Reds for second place in the Central, uh, which I think, according to the new wild card standings, I think if we can make it to second place, we can play in and maybe have a shot. You know, because in 2011, as everybody's well aware, we anyone who's lived through 2011 place. can never give up hope. <laughs> I absolutely. So that's, I guess, no, what's making me smile. But I hope. Uh, I hope things are making you smile. You know, I'm here in Connecticut, uh, primarily visiting some family, especially my grandmother, my uh, my Bubby, which uh, Bubby is Yiddish for grandmother. Yiddish. Uh, Sam, do you anything? Do you know anything about the language Yiddish? I, I can't. You know, say Yiddish that I do. is a European Jewish language. I'm of Jewish descent. I'm a Christian, but uh, my my father is Jewish by heritage, and uh, Yiddish is sort of almost a mixture of like English and German and Polish and Hebrew. So it's kind of the best way to think about it. So uh, anyway, Bubby means grandmother in Yiddish. That's why I call my grandmother here. And, uh, you know, it's been almost two years since I saw her because it was so challenging to travel for uh, COVID wow. reasons. So it's been been a real blessing just to give her a hug and uh, be be here and just be be fellowshipping with my lovely grandmother. So I'm, that's, that's what I'm uh, smiling about this week. Well, Noah, it's been great talking with you today. Thank you to our listeners for joining us. Uh, we've, we're excited for our fall push. You know, we, the St. Charles County Correspondent's been around now for several months, and we've got a lot of great guests lined up for sort of Sam, our Sam, I'm our sure the St. Charles County here, Correspondent so will that. Uh, and, go on uh, for years, you know, reach uh, adolescence and adulthood, but we'll always be able to track its age really easily because it'll just be a few months older than your daughter. <laughs> Well, I guess that's an easy way to, to remember it. So I will, uh, I'll sign out here by saying, you know, folks, if you enjoyed our show, please give us a rating on Apple podcast and you can leave a review wherever you listen, tell a friend about us. And of course, make sure you subscribe to our weekly newsletter, which you can find at sccc.substack.com. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, shoot us an email, sccorrespondent.com at gmail.com. I'm Sam Saffa, joined in the booth as always with Noah Brandt. Until next time, thanks for listening to the St. Charles County Correspondent.